Yo, 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 what's up, listeners? John here, and welcome to the Hash Slinging Slashers book review. Today, I will be joined by my good pals, Colin, Lucas, and Christian, to discuss the amazing book, Boy in the Black Suit. Hi, I'm Colin. Hey, I'm Lucas. And I'm Christian. Now, the story starts off following the path of Matt. He has just gone back to school after the death of his mother. Already, I was engaged after being thrown into Matt's life. Digging deeper, we start to see how he is impacted by this drastic event. You know, people start to ignore him at school, and he just feels like everything is backwards. Then, we get to meet his best friend, Chris. I think Chris is a great example of a friend of a good friend in this novel. He's always there for his buddy, Matt, and... He is just a generally good person for Matt to be with when he needs him. Like when Matt gets back to school, Chris is going, I don't know how I'm going to treat this guy. He just listens to Matt when he tells him to treat him like normal. And you can tell he cares because he listens and takes this advice to heart and does exactly what Matt wants him to do. Yeah, definitely. Chris was like that first character to help Matt overcome this big loss that he had. You know, from there, everything starts to go, you know, a little bit better. Uh, Miss Matt ends up meeting Mr. Ray, you know, gets a job, great job at the funeral home. And, you know, as Matt's life starts to settle down, this is when tragedy hits. His dad gets super drunk and gets hit by a car. Then he gets faced with the possibility that his dad could have actually died and he would have been alone on his journey. That's an amazing point, John. I really feel like that's the point in the book where we see Matt kind of change a little bit. We see his aspirations and his outlook on life kind of change because he just realized he could have lost everything. Because he just lost his mom and he could have just lost his dad. So we see his focus kind of shift a bit for his future and he starts taking more responsibility for other things too. Yeah, it was definitely a lot for one teenager to go through. You know, but as we learn, there are always amazing people like uh, my favorite character, Mr. Ray, who comes in clutch and starts, you know, taking care of Matt. Yeah, thank God for Mr. Ray. Um, it's scary to think about where Matt could have gone had he not been there for him. Uh, for example, while Matt was applying for the cluck bucket, Mr. Ray uh, offered him a job at the funeral home. Not only did this put Matt in a good environment, but uh, Matt being at funerals gave him a better grasp on the concept of death and grief and ultimately pushing him in the right direction. Had Mr. Ray not been there, could have instead turned into streets, who knows where he could have gone. I completely agree with you, Lucas, and to add on to that, if it wasn't for Mr. Ray, I don't know how Matt would have handled his dad's accident. And I don't even know if he would have found out at all if it wasn't for Mr. Ray, because he's the one who told him. Yeah, that is why he's one of my uh, favorite characters, you know, always being supportive of Matt and everything. But though even Mr. Uh, with Mr. Ray, you can't always, you know, tell your mentor everything because, you know, you aren't exactly the same age and whatnot. So this is kind of where love comes into play. Uh, and not going super in-depth, but basically Matt starts to date love, you know, kind of weird intro where they meet at her grandmother's funeral. And then they start going interesting places on dates together, like uh, they went to a homeless shelter, botanic garden. And after all that, he kind of ends up learning that uh, her mom died. And the weird thing about that is that Matt was actually right there when it happened. Uh, and from there, you know, that's a whole nother story. But from there, Matt learns a bunch of things from her and, you know, how strong love actually was in the face of grief. And, you know, just seeing someone at the same age kind of helped him, you know, build off of everything. Yeah. 
Man, that is one jam-packed book. Uh, very hard to, you know, fit everything into a brief summary. Now, uh, what were some of your guys' favorite passages in the book? I'm glad you asked, John. My favorite passage, personally, was when Matt's mom was talking to Matt about his dad. Quote, he was a part-time dishwasher and a full-time drunk. She also told Matt that, baby, the bottom of the bottle was your daddy's second home. She then went on to add, and if I didn't stop him, he would have made that home his grave. End quote. And I see this as a, important for two reasons. One, it shows how strong his mom is and how he really, how she really helped his dad get through what he was going through. And two, how, how his dad wasn't really strong-willed and how he needed somebody to lean on for that support for him to get over his alcohol addiction. But when that support left, he just kind of crumbled again and went back to drinking. Yeah, definitely. The way Jason Reynolds, you know, introduces how Matt's father was an alcoholic was a great way to present one of the uh, bigger conflicts in the story of, you know, his dad recovering and overcoming this. Uh, not only that, but it, this is just one more thing that makes Matt super relatable because, you know, uh, a lot of people know someone that who was an alcoholic and everything. Uh, how about you, Lucas? My favorite passage is uh, when Mr. Ray takes Matt to his basement and to his man cave. And uh, this is where we get to find out a little bit more about Mr. Ray. We find out that he used to be a baller. He used to score up to 85 points in a game. Uh, he was on all sorts of posters, magazines, and whatnot. And, uh, but uh, his career was sadly ended with a near, uh, knee injury. Um, we also find out about his wife. Uh, Matt sees pictures of her hanging on the wall, and Mr. Ray, ex Mr. Ray explains how he lost her due to a head injury. And uh, Matt comes to realize uh, that Mr. Ray had been through a lot, and he can kind of relate to that at that point of his life. Yeah, Lucas, that is a really great passage that I also really liked. Uh, I also enjoyed the passage where Mr. Ray talks to Matt comparing life, and instead of comparing it to chess, he says you should compare it to a card game called War. Quote, I can lose, lose, and lose, and I don't know why, but there's nothing I can do but just keep flipping the cards. Eventually, I'll win again. As long as you have cards keep turning, you're fine. Now that's life, he said, pushing another card that I had won over to me. End quote. I like this passage because it's a good out. I think it's a good outlook on life. It helps Matt understand how random everything in life is such as his Mr. Ray's girlfriend getting killed and just his mom being diagnosed with cancer. It's all somewhat random, but there's always hope time that it can get better. And I think that's a message that rings true in all of our lives. Yeah, I really like both of those passages as a whole. And, you know, along with being such a great outlook on life, kind of shows Mr. A's mentorship with Matt. You know, he's always trying to guide him through life and teach him things to, like that nothing, uh, not everything goes your way, but you can still, you know, get through it. Uh, so, after all those passages, there's a lot of themes sprinkled without. And, you know, as teenage boys, uh, we can probably all relate to the book in one aspect or another. Uh, so what kind of reactions or responses did you guys have to how Jason Reynolds presented controversial topics such as grief, addiction, mentorship, and opportunity? Um, so not too long ago, my grandfather passed away and it was a really tough time for me because I was so close with him. Um, 
but luckily I had uh, my friends and family there to help me through it. And uh, I feel like I can kind of relate to Matt in that he lost his mother. Obviously, I didn't lose the person that gave birth to me, but um, uh, still a really tough time for me. And uh, just like uh, Matt had Mr. Ray, I had my friends and family, so. Yeah, I think that is something that, you know, almost everyone's able to connect with. Because uh, I had lost a friend that I used to play soccer with. I couldn't really express my emotions, but, like, you know, I always had my friends and family around to help. And that just goes to show how much of a great job Jason Reynolds did with the character Matt, as he sort of embodies all of these themes into one person that everyone can relate to. Throughout my life, I've seen people who are built up by other people and then crumble right when that person left. And I myself have experienced that. I've had somebody I built up, but then when I left and I wasn't by the side anymore, they just fell back to what they were doing. And I feel like that's something that the book conveys really well with his dad. And I think it's something that people need to like I think it's a good takeaway from this book because it shows that you can't really rely on that person or those people to keep you up because eventually they're just gonna eventually leave and you have to support yourself and if you're just relying on that person you won't be able to do that yeah definitely man just like uh, Matt kind of toppled over once he lost his mom and almost lost his dad you know he didn't like have anyone to lean on and he didn't know what he could do you know uh, what about you, Christian? I think one of the great themes in this novel is the idea that even if life sucks and it seems like there's no way it can get better, there will always be some opportunity just to make everything a little bit better, even if it's not by that much. It doesn't really matter, but as long as there's an opportunity, like in the novel, to say, Matt, to get a better job and just start looking at the world from like a half, the glass is half full, you can always improve as long as you're willing to put in some of the work required or ah, required for it yeah i know i keep saying this but that's why i really like how uh, the author kind of built matt because he just again embodies all of these things so now overall this book was really great uh this is what the listeners have been waiting for it's time for the review uh, so as a group review, uh, we do not really, as a group, enjoy reading at all. You know, if we weren't reading this for class, we probably would have never picked it up. Uh, but I'm glad that I did at least, and I'm pretty sure that goes for everyone else in the room here. Because uh, it was really good. Definitely a tearjerker, because uh, Matt just kept having one problem after the next. And it was good to see him make it through with a level head. Uh, I think a lot of peop uh, readers who find this book can take uh, Matt's story uh, and uh, apply it to what they're dealing with, you know, kind of like a comforting pat on the back, like, it's okay, life gets hard, but you, you can obviously pull through. Um, but as a group, we really didn't like how it ended, as there wasn't really a real ending to it. It just kind of stops after one of the last funerals happened. You know, once all the commotion stops, we don't get to see Matt graduate, another date with love. We don't even get to see how his dad's doing in the hospital. Maybe the author was trying to, you know, make it more realistic with uh, not all good uh, stories have a good ending. But, you know, overall, uh, it was a pretty good book. Other that, it was just trying to set up a sequel. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so now... 
you know, I greatly appreciate you guys for taking your time out of your day to uh, join us on Hashlinging Slash's book review. And a uh, special thanks to all of our listeners, you know. Have a great day and signing off.